Welcome to the Youth Pastors Are Pastors Too podcast. Recorded in Central Texas. Broadcasting to the world. Join your hosts and their weekly guests for insight, advice, guidance, and ideas to help your ministry flourish and help you take care of yourself. Now, with a combined 35 years of ministry experience, your hosts, Jacob Taylor and Jeremy Hellums. What's up, guys? We're back with episode tw- 20, right? Two zero. Two zero. Uh Man, I feel like... When's, when's the last time we talked? Well, I mean, you and I talk every day, but yes. from, a, from a podcast perspective. Podcast, yeah, podcast, podcast perspective. perspective. It's, it's been, let's don't talk about it. Yeah, let's not talk about it. Uh, <laughs> but I, I think when we talked about it last week, we're like, you know, when we start back up, we're going to call this season two of our podcast. So welcome to season two, episode 20. Uh, we continue our series with the lady, uh, the women. I don't want to sound weird. Uh, so uh, we're joined with uh, Elizabeth Sizemore, uh, and we'll get more into that later on. But man, Jeremy, and man, it's been a couple of weeks since the episode's been out. Tell us how how is life treating you right now? I would say life life is good. You know, uh, we started back up homeschool with the boys, mm-hmm. uh, get them in a groove, get them on a schedule. And, uh, uh, man, I've been using this, uh, oh, goodness, what is it, Project Bible videos on YouTube? I don't know if you're familiar with those. I'm not. But they're like, uh, they tell the Bible stories and they, like, animate them as they tell them, like, and they draw this art stuff out. Yeah. Pretty solid stuff. Um, I really, really like it. So we've been, we've been doing that in, in conjunction with school. And so... Uh, just getting back in the groove on that and, uh, you know, just doing the thing, you know, you know, the other day I, uh, uh, at this time of recording, I guess, uh, me and me and my wife celebrated one year of our anniversary of marriage the first time. Yes. And, uh, I had to go up to the, we went, we went to Houston for the weekend and all that stuff, but I had to go up to the church Friday mm-hmm. before we left to set up the live stream for Sunday morning. Yeah, uh, I had a, a student take take control of it and do it on Sunday. Anyways, but I had to set it up for him. And on Fridays, our church hosts the Bastrop uh, Homeschool Alliance. They all come together for once a week, and do, and they were actually, uh, I don't know how I, this rem, your story reminded me. I guess the homeschool thing, uh, but in the sanctuary they hold hold the class, and uh, I've never set in on a class because uh, just. That well, you graduated high school already, so. Yeah, yeah. There's no point for me to do all the work. But they uh, were teaching sign language, but sign language in Spanish. Hmm. And I was like, I never even never even thought about it, the difference in between, like, between, like, and then I talked to, we, uh, on my secular job, we, we just hired this guy, and he, he's, he speaks Spanish, and, mm-hmm. and I, I mentioned it to him today, and I was like, is there a difference between the two? I would think they would be similar. And he's like, no, they're actually completely different. So wow. I was like, wow, Man. that's yeah. I don't yeah, I've never thought about that either. Uh, did you see that the other day? I don't know where it was, but they, someone sang the national anthem in American sign language. How do you, do I feel that? like it was at an Austin FC game. Oh, well, I don't follow them like you do. Well, it was, it was in the press and it was, you know, it was kind of a, oh. a neat deal, you know, so. They say, that's cool. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. So, so cool. So that I mean, you're just doing getting back into the the school life and 
Yes, uh, yes. Everything's going good, and and no complaints here, man. And uh, everybody's everybody's healthy, and everybody's you know rolling on. So, yes, sir. Are okay. you? Are you? Are I, you? I, I, I have to admit something. Okay. As we're recording this, the Astros are playing, and it's off in, off in the side. They just walked it off in the ninth against Tampa Bay. Not by hit, not by a, anything. The, they got walked with the bases loaded. That's awesome, man. That's I told awesome. you I told you before we started recording that it would happen uh, in the middle of our recording. So I'm usually I would be going nuts, but obviously because we're recording, I I kept it calm. Well, so that's Anyways, exciting stuff. Though. I'm, go Astros. I'm, go Astros. I'm stoked. <laughs> Speaking of Astros, one of the things that we did on our uh, anniversary trip was take a, a two hour tour of Minute Maid Park. There uh, you go. And my wife is a Rangers fan. And the, these guys uh, that host the tours, we came, we walked in and like, is this the tours? And they're like, yeah, it's the tours. Uh, and they're like trying to, you know, get into know us, where you're from, are you an Astros fan? I wasn't wearing Astro gear uh, because I was wearing Aggie stuff because it was, it was, college <laughs> it was Saturday, right? It was Saturday, so yeah, I wanted to be ready for that. And then I was, I told him I would change into the Astros. I didn't realize that they were the both games were going at the same time, but that's off subject. But uh, <laughs> I brought up that Amanda is a Rangers fan, and they're like, "That's not happening. Go into the gift shop." And I think this was just a sales pitch. Go buy a hat and make her wear it. And I was like, okay, I'll go in there and I'll buy, I was, I'll buy a hat. So I went in there and I found uh, the uh, biggest, one of those big foam hats. Yes, hat. yes, yes. She, she had to wear it the whole time. <laughs> Go Astros, baby. Yeah, it was great. So well, enough about us. Let's I say let's just jump into this interview. I think it's a good one from yes. a volunteer perspective. And yes, uh, she she really opens our This is Elizabeth Sizemore. Uh, I've known her since she was a wee little kid. We worked together yeah. at kids camp and she worked at my parents church. She's volunteers all over the place. So, yeah, um, I think you're going to want to listen in for sure. Awesome. Well, let's just jump right in into it. Well, joining us today on the, uh, well, it's Tuesday, so we all know what Tuesday means. Uh, It's Whataburger Tuesday, so we'll call it the Whataburger Hotline today. Uh, It's Elizabeth Sizemore. Don't get her confused with her sister, Leah Sizemore. Uh, I, you know, they tell us this theory of their glasses looking different, and that's how you tell the difference between the two. And I never really caught on until we got onto Zoom, and I'm like... The glasses that finally clicked <laughs> with me. Uh, Elizabeth has been uh, at my church that I grew up in, and wait, 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 uh, wait, wait, because they're twins, right? You didn't throw that part. Oh, in I guess. Yeah, I guess that makes yeah. sense. They're identical twins. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, and so I, there's there's a new way, Jacob. I don't know if you've seen us lately, but Leah has shorter hair now. Oh. Leah's well, I, got the shorter name with shorter hair. I've got the longer name with longer hair. Well, I did we'll not know that. We'll I can't, can't say that I <laughs> ran into you guys uh, in person in a long time. No, it's been a while. Uh, 
Elizabeth, why don't you go ahead and tell us about yourself and what you would, I guess what your job is and, uh, just kind of about, uh, your church life really. Yeah. Um, I go to first Baptist here in Bastrop. Um, and pretty much since I could, I've been serving in the church, um, probably since seventh or eighth grade. Um, just pretty much serving in just about any position um, that someone put me in. I've served anywhere from children's ministry to youth ministry. Um, I'm on the audio team and just about anywhere in between. I, I'll um, do whatever needs to be done. The audio team. Yeah. Um, only I've even, chump, I've only even done a audio. stint in the church office as the secretary. Wow. Right on. <laughs> yeah. She, that they had these position players called uh, universal uh, players that play all around the field, uh, like Olympus Diaz. He's a when Bregman was out, he played third base, and when Altuve needs a nine off, he'll play second base. And basically, that's what Elizabeth just described: is that she is the uh, uh, universal player of FBC Bastrop. She <laughs> fills in everywhere. There uh, you go. It's a great way to describe it. Yeah, I. I mean, you know, though Olympus Diaz probably makes a little bit more money than all of us combined, <laughs> but you know, in the this grand scheme of things, it's the same concept. So sounds sounds about right. I think it, I think it falls right in line with the passage of scripture that uh, that I think goes really well with the show topic today. First uh, Peter chapter four verse ten says, "Each of you, gosh, let me say that again." Each of you should use whatever gift you've received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. And, you know, just as as she's already shared, she's used her gifts in many various forms. And I've had the opportunity to, to watch her in action at a D-Now and uh, serving the students uh, of, the, of the youth age and, uh, you know, I think she, obviously she lives out this passage that, that, that I mentioned. She's using her gift of servanthood. And so that kind of leads us into our topic today because we, we think about servant and, and the word servant, you know, you know, may or may not have some negative context, but really in the kingdom of heaven, that's what it's all about, right? It talks oh, yeah. about serving others. Yeah. And um, so... You know what? What was it? What was it that made it click in your mind, Elizabeth? That that you needed to serve? Was it just like for the accolades? Was it for like the pay? Was it for what? What was it? And I know those aren't the. I know those aren't the <laughs> reasons why. It was not for the pay. <laughs> but what? What was it that clicked in your mind that you wanted to serve? I think it's just always been a part of my life. My grandparents and my parents have always served in the church. Um, my grandma um, was always, until she got sick with cancer, she was always um, like head of the nursery, serving every Sunday morning with those babies. And she just, she loved that. Um, so since I've, since I can remember, I've had that, um, that example in my life. And I think it's just, it was never a question, especially in growing up in my family. Like that was just something we all did. Yeah. I, I love that. So, so you learned from 
from family. You learn from yeah. observing. You learn from man. That's really cool. What like if you were to maybe like hone in on a particular like teaching or or something, some example in the Bible of servanthood. What would you what would you you know what would be like your go to point? You know, maybe a, an example from from the Gospels or something. I don't know. Oh man, I think I mean. Jesus himself is like the greatest example and that's such a Sunday school answer, but he really lived his life as a servant leader and it's the best example there is. Oh, no. yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it, it, you can't, yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to answer a question that that's not Sunday school when it's Jesus. And yeah, when I think about a uh, servant is, um, uh, the time Jesus washed his disciples feet and, uh, and he, I, he did it as an example that he, he wasn't uh, a king of these, his disciples, but he did it as a servant for him. Cause that, I mean, obviously Jesus, what Jesus does for us is he's, he does the ultimate sacrifice and serves us his life to save us. And if, if we, I mean, I volunteer, I mean, I volunteered most of my life until, you know, it became a career choice thing. But just calling. to I think calling, yeah, looking for calling. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's late. So, uh, but that's, I mean, that's what Jesus is. I mean, as much as a Sunday school answer it is, I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, that's the ultimate uh, example of servanthood. And he, I mean, the whole Bible is full of them, of different things that Jesus did for others. And so, uh, that's exactly right. When, what is it, what, what is your takeaway? Um, you know, what is your takeaway from, from serving in whatever capacity? I didn't, I get a lot of joy out of it. Um, I always, I, I've gotten better about it recently, but, um, I, I only serve in places where I want to serve. And I have recently stepped back from places where I haven't gotten joy out of it. Um, and even recently, like currently I'm still, I'm struggling with that right now. Um, kind of just with burnout, um, 2020 and 2021 has been hard. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So I'm kind yeah. of trying to balance, get a better balance back and find that joy again. I love that. Uh, you, you know, it, it does make me think of if, if you're if it's, it's it's mostly a thankless role, right? Yeah. Um, I I know some people are really good about being grateful for their volunteers and servants, but sometimes it can be a thankless role, and you can experience that. Um, can Can I ask what you've done to try and help um, help curb that to help maybe restore that joy? I'm still working. I'm really still working on it, but, um, focusing a lot on my own spiritual growth. Um, mm. like I've set, I've purposely set aside time where on Sunday mornings I can go to Sunday school. Um, cause a lot of times recently I haven't been cause I'm on, on the audio team. So I'm doing sound check during the Sunday school hour or whatever. Um, so I've purposely set aside time for that. And I have noticed that that helps a lot. So when it comes to your volunteering, uh, do you find yourself uh, frustrated 
how do I say this? Uh, with sometimes it feels like you may be doing more than let's say a paid staff member. I don't know if I've ever gotten frustrated with that, but I do feel like maybe the paid staff members get more recognition for what they do, even though volunteers are working just as hard or even harder. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, I try not to fall into the look at me, what I'm doing. I, I completely lean into a team of people. Uh, yeah. knowing that I can't do any of this by myself. Just like this past weekend, we did the back to school, uh, into summer bash. And if it wasn't for about two or three people, your boy would have been in a heap of trouble. Yep. So, uh, if you go back to 2020, were you part of the, the, I know y'all went live stream yeah. uh, during that time. Were you part of that process? Yes. At that time, I was working in the church office as secretary. Oh, so you were um, stuck so at I the was church like all day. Deep, I was like deep into that. <laughs> um, and then every Wednesday night, we would like record our worship segments and then add those into the live stream. Because at that point, we hadn't figured out how to live stream from our sanctuary that had like zero Wi-Fi. <laughs> so we would record the worship segment and then just like add it into the live stream on Sunday mornings. That's You're telling cool. me that big old sanctuary did not have Wi-Fi in it. No, and it was a big feat to get it, get Wi-Fi in there too. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Wi-Fi in the whole church, but the sanctuary. <laughs> Pretty much <laughs> makes sense. And there's still some poor signals around the church. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're. I mean, I've seen pictures of that church growing, and that's exciting. I. I saw that they yeah. pulled the pews out last week. Yep, they pulled the pews out. Have you seen the? Um, foyer renovation they like doubled the size of our foyer i i oh. drive by there sometimes yeah and they leave the light on and i i peek in there and like <laughs> as i drive by you don't you know i don't want to be stopping and then looking and then like the cops show up and like what's that guy doing <laughs> uh, so uh oh my goodness what's your favorite part like what's your what out of all your years of volunteering and uh, even I don't know. I mean, that's not my business. If you got paid doing the church uh, secretary thing, but what was your fa what's your favorite part, or what was your favorite part, like out of all the things you've done? My favorite part has always been um, kids camp. Every year we run out of camp, and we we run camp top to bottom, and um, that even now as an adult, I, that's the most look forward to thing of my summer. So you, I mean, I mean, you were you, every all ever since I've remembered you've always been yeah. a lifeguard. So yeah, uh, yeah, I'm still a lifeguard. I haven't I haven't lifeguarded for two years because of COVID, but I am mm. still the camp lifeguard. Do you, we, are you still have licensed? I mean, I don't know how that. Yeah, works. we <laughs> we almost had camp this year, so we all got certified, and then the Friday before we were were supposed to leave, we had to cancel camp because of COVID. All them youth went to no, youth camp, got COVID. It was Saturday night. Saturday night, we were going to leave Sunday afternoon, mm. and we had to cancel camp. Mm. All them youth mm. went to youth camp, got COVID, and came back with it. Uh -huh. Yep, that's exactly what happened. Man, youth ministers can't do anything <laughs> good with them. <laughs> that's funny. So, uh, Look, can, I, can I go back to the growth thing for a second? 
Yeah. Um, I really, I really liked, uh, I liked what you said about that. Um, and, and, and you said you take time to, to worship. Um, what are some other ways that maybe you do behind the scenes that other people don't see that you, maybe you want to share, uh, on, you know, on the show today that, that you are, you know, actively attempting to grow in order to restore that joy. Mm. Um, I mean, this has kind of always been a struggle for me and something I'm always working on, but my personal devotions, personal Bible reading, um, even just personal worship, like driving around in the car, listening to worship music, that that's definitely one area that I'm good about um, finding that spiritual growth is just because you can do it just driving down the street worshiping to whatever music is on the on the radio um but definitely something i'm i'm always trying to work on is my like personal devotion time Hmm. Mm -hmm. that's good do you find it a a, a, first of all what what is your career like what what is your job that you do during the day i am currently working at a um faith-based residential treatment center for victims of sex trafficking. Um, I have a bachelor's degree in family and child development and a a master's degree in in child life. Hmm. Um, Wow. Yeah. That's That's, that's awesome. (laughs) So how do you find the balance between what you're doing there? Because I've been out there doing my own secular job out there as well. And man, I, I, I can't imagine working there because I mean, it's, that's a tough place to, oh, you yeah. know, uh, how do you balance the, what you do during the day then and say what you do at night or on the weekends or Wednesdays and Sundays? And what do you find that balance where you might, you know, I need to step back from church to folk. I mean, cause church is going to be there if you take too much out of your you know, job, job. Yeah. It might not be there. So what do you find that balance between the two? That's something I'm still learning to do. Um, I've, I've actually been very lucky and this is the first time I've had a full-time job in my life. I'm 25 years old and I've only had a full-time job for about a year now. Um, so I'm definitely still learning that, that balance. Um, and I have had to say no maybe more times than I've wanted to or I've had in yeah. the past when it comes to like church volunteering. Um, but thankfully, I have I have a pretty great work schedule and I work four week four days of the week and then I'm off three days and one of those days is Sunday. Oh. Um, so that's cool. Church still fits in pretty well. Yeah, especially if you get you know three day weekends or yeah whatever day I don't know what days you get off but. Sundays I get Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday off, which That's, I can't complain. I'm going to be honest. That sounds terrible. <laughs> I mean, you get you get Sundays off, but then Monday and Tuesday, you're like, all right, let's hang out. And everybody else is at work. <laughs> it's only terrible when I want to have a life on Saturday, which mm. honestly isn't very often. <laughs> no, well, you can I, find really good hotel rates on Sunday night and Monday night in most vacation towns, and, and you can save a ton of money. Yeah, and and Leah, Leah, my twin sister, is off on Mondays too. So we still get two. We still get a full weekend together. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Do you do you two 
um, this is, I don't know if it's random or not, but do you two, um, do you help encourage one another to facilitate that spiritual growth? Uh, I don't know if you guys, do y'all live together? We um, do. yeah. So do you, you know, do you encourage one another in that way or is that something that you've, um, that, it's again, something that we struggle with, but we definitely do on and off. Um, at the beginning of the year, we started, um, a, uh, version Bible reading together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately we kind of both slacked off at certain points and I'm like way behind in my yearly Bible reading, but, um, she, she has been encouraging me to get back on that and find, find the time to do that. I like that. I like that. Yeah. That's good. She, she's like your accountability partner. Yes. Kind of, kind of, kind of built in. You're kind of born with that. Like, yes. <laughs> you can't, can't get away from. Can't get away from the accountability partner. Yeah. Let's see. Um, if you were to tell, uh, you know, from, from a woman's perspective, uh, serving in the church, have you ever had any any kind of struggle serving however you want to serve? I don't think so. I think FBC Bastrop is pretty open to serving wherever, uh, giving service opportunities to whoever, wherever they want it. Um, I do think sometimes I struggle with like finding my voice in my service places, but not necessarily struggling to find that place of service. Yeah, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Well, if you were to tell one, maybe just one piece of advice to somebody who who uh, is on the fence about serving, who doesn't want to commit to serving, who uh, maybe they never really even thought about serving, um, you know, what does that look like? And what do you tell them to, to maybe just so they would just jump right in the middle of, of something that they may feel like they're called to, to do? I would just say find a place that you think that you would enjoy and just jump right in and try it. You know, there's always something fun going on in the children's ministry or the youth ministry. Even if it's a lot of work, you still have fun while you're doing it. So, yeah, that's good. Good. That's funny. All right. So we always wrap these things up with two questions. Uh, The first one being, what is the funniest story? Uh, in your ministry that you've been part of? And the second one is, what is your f- last song that you listened to? So we'll start with the first one. And I know you got lots of them. Oh, the, the, yes. funny, the, the funniest story you can tell without people going to jail. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or throwing me under the bus. Don't throw me under the bus here. Well, I did have one to throw Kathleen under the bus. Oh, well, she's... <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, there was one night one year at kids camp and it was the last night and you know last night of camp is like a whole different kind of exhaustion and kathleen hadn't made it down the big hill all week and she wanted to see the creek so her her and i and leah jumped on the golf cart and we were like okay we're gonna drive down the big hill in the middle of buta texas it's pitch black at night you can't see anything we drove down the hill and Kathleen almost drove us right into the ditch. Oh, no. <laughs> and it was so dark, she didn't even get to see the creek that she wanted to see. <laughs> well, 
that incriminated Kathleen on damaging a golf cart that they rent. But no, she didn't she, say what she year. She saved it. Oh, she we saved it. We did not drive into the ditch. Just almost. Oh, good. Yeah, there's no getting out of that ditch. There's been a couple of times where someone has ended up in that ditch. I think, I think one time Kathleen ended did. Up in the ditch. Uh, but she was driving like a bunch of kids up the hill, and the golf cart wasn't going to make it. And it just spun tires until she ended up in it. That that hill was a lot of there's a lot of things that one yes. time uh, Kathleen I I don't know if a kid fell into the there's like this little creek bed that has like this rope uh a bridge and I I don't know if a kid fell in it or something but Kathleen ended up in it and I think she was, a kid's shoe fell in it and she went in and, and came out with a bunch of poison ivy. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, no. Listen, Kids Camp was not good to my sister. We not could incriminate any. Kathleen on a lot of things that happened at Kids Camp. Yeah, Kathleen. <laughs> Kids Camp was not good to my sister at all. She had Poor like Kathleen. third degree sunburn one year. Uh, she had heat exhaustion from wearing a monkey suit. Like suit. It, the 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 list goes on of how bad Kids Camp was to my sister. Dedication is what I'm hearing. I mean, dedication. And yes, she kept going back. One time, she kicked the microphone and it hit her in the mouth. Like <laughs> yes. things were not good for her out there, but she kept going back. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so crazy. So, uh, and your last song that you intentionally listened to? What was I was listening to something this afternoon? What was it? Oh, it was Philcom's new song, "House of the Lord." Okay. Yeah. I have not. I I'm still obsessed with the the uh, the battle belongs or the yeah I like that one too. And I never listened to Phil Wickham until that. I've listened. I mean, I've heard him, but I never really listened to him until that song came out. I'm like, dude, this guy is talented. Yeah. So I have to check that one out. So he uh, he just has so many good hits from like so so long ago too. Yeah, and he's not even. He keeps going. He he's aging really well too. Like, where do I get that kind of aging? It's like Jackie Johns. Like he just doesn't age. Jackie Johns is like thirty two. Thirty two, I think. He just turned seventy, and he wow. no. yeah. Hmm. And he 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 looks uh, fifty. Other my students on Sunday are like, yeah, Jackie's only like fifty five. I'm like, okay, how old do you think I am? They're like forty. I'm like. Oh. What the heck? <laughs> so. That's awesome. Have y'all have y'all heard that? Speaking of songs, y'all heard that uh, "Scars in Heaven" by Casting Crowns. Oh, the Crowns. new Casting Crowns. Yes. Oh, wow. That one hit hit hard. That is a really good song, and yeah. I just love Mark Hall's voice. And I think about where Mark Hall came from. You know, Mark Hall was a youth pastor, and I don't know if he actually led worship at his church, but you know now he's casting crowns and everybody listens those casting crowns and he's just to me i just he, he's got to be one amazing dude i don't know but yeah. that's that song is really good so yeah mm. Maybe Dude, i, I listened to it when it first came out i need to go back and re-listen to it but i remember really liking it first time i heard it last night first time carrie carrie uh, pulled it up and showed it to me so it was mm, very good all right i'll need to look that up i'm <laughs> I don't know how y'all find new music, but if you know how, let me know. Because <laughs> if you listen to the radio, radio, it's like the same fifteen songs over and over again, over yeah. and over. And I'm like, you know, I love Lauren Daigle, but come on, 
Well, don't let your mom hear you say that. I know. Mom, don't listen to this. <laughs> My mom loves Lauren Daigle. <laughs> <laughs> well, Elizabeth, I know that we both really appreciate you just taking the time yeah, yeah. to uh, to share a little bit. And we do. I know, I mean, not that it's necessary, but thank you for serving the Lord. Yes. Um, thank you. Because... It, it's it's you know I think you quite you understand that it's not about you but it's about serving others and and I just yeah. think that's awesome so thank you for thank you for serving Jacob and people p- people like us like the ones that are you know the the people that are seen uh, we appreciate the volunteers more than I think we let lead on and uh, that they're a vital point uh, a part of our ministry and Amen. we would we would be nowhere uh without volunteers and how important they are to uh our you know our positions and our what what we're doing for god and i mean that's just yeah. i mean I can't, I can't talk about how much volunteers are important and uh we need more of them definitely and, yeah keep uh, on serving right so Yes. Uh, t- tell your dad I said hi. Just don't tell. <laughs> don't, just don't give him my phone number. <laughs> hmm. I thought he had your phone number. I blocked him. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's <was> good. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Well, I think that interview was just spot on, and I think it just continues to, you know, I think encourage not only us uh, as as you know as pastors, uh, yeah. but also you know, just to, to get a glimpse of from, from a woman's perspective and, and that, that servanthood perspective. Because, uh, I mean, that's what it's all about, right? Yeah. I mean, even if you think about Acts 2 at the end of there, uh, you know, they're all gathered together. They're worshiping together. They're serving one another. They're eating meals together. They had to serve one another. Yeah. That's what the church looked like. The church was serving one another right there. And then and then God says in First Peter 4.10, like, like I mentioned earlier, each of you should use your gift where where you have received it to serve others as faithful stewards in God's grace in its various forms. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jacob said, you know, he's known Elizabeth for what? Since she was a kid, right? And yeah. and served yeah. alongside her. I've had the opportunity to serve alongside her at, at, at D Nows. And so, you know, her and her sister, I mean and her family too. I mean, they're just this picture of what a servant looks like. Oh, and yeah. uh you know, from a servant perspective in a, in a church setting, you know, find where where God's called you to serve. And, you know, that doesn't mean you have to, you know, do something for years and years and years and years, right? Yeah. Like if you don't like making coffee, don't make coffee. Go uh, greet yeah. somebody, uh, or 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 go run sound, or learn how to run sound, or or learn how to run the computer. Well, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, I mean, there's. You know, I, there's plenty. The, the thing I, and I think we talked about this a little bit in the, the interview is, uh, as my perspective is sometimes you, you, you do overlook the importance of a volunteer. Yeah. Uh, and it's, and I, I don't, I don't like to call, uh, compare the two like business and church, but just like a, a business is they, they can't run without their employees. Right. And ministries can't, run without their volunteers mm-hmm. uh, i mean we can me personally can do all the work to try to do something like a d now but 
but there's no way that me alone by myself could do disciple now by myself right so uh, i think it's it's a good it was a good discussion with a volunteer and that not just a volunteer at one point she was getting paid to do church stuff and uh, yeah and moved obviously moved on from that but it's just you know that conversation just a reminder to how important your uh, volunteer sorry it is it is thundering outside if you can hear that uh, <laughs> so let's try to cut this so I don't lose power i don't this is my uh, first time in this house so i don't know what the storm does so oh yeah we had the power flicker at my house while ago so just a just a reminder of how important they are to your ministry and and just to the church in general yeah Every, well and and i don't know how often uh, our servants and volunteers go unappreciated or feel unappreciated or feel overlooked um, but I can, I could say that it probably wouldn't hurt for you to, to, you know, to give a, you know, maybe a thank you note, maybe a, a just a, a smile and a man, thank you so much for serving. You know, you are blessing so many people. And I think just even reminding, um, you know, reminding yourself, reminding the volunteers and servant that, uh, you know, it's really, it's, it's not about them while it does bring much joy. It ultimately is about serving God, right? And, um, and, and, and feeling appreciated. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, yeah. I like a good pat on the back occasionally. Yeah. So I, I enjoy the, I mean, I, I, obviously I don't do it for that, but yeah. The, no, no. The, just the, Hey, good job. Hey, thanks for being here. Thanks for what you do. Yeah. Goes a long ways than not nothing. So that's right. That's exactly right. So it kind of reminds me, I probably should do something for my volunteers. Uh, in, in the near future so well there you go we, I, I think you know we always learn something on this podcast i, th- Not, I do i, I think you this know? podcast is more for you and i than <laughs> it is for the people that listen and if yeah. you're listening hey thanks for waiting for us so all summer long yeah uh, but uh, at this point we're going to be more consistent uh in our season two uh, season two baby season two uh so next next week our episode's going to be a, just a conversation about our summer. Uh, just Jeremy and I uh, kind of show where God's led us this past summer and where we are in our lives and uh, what God's t- taught us during the summer. Uh, and then we'll get back to our guests and uh, back to regular activities. But and we do have a fourth. We have a fourth women's in ministries episode and uh obviously it's going to be in season two so so the series has been pretty yeah i don't know if we should still call it a series but it's uh episodes with women in it we tried for the series timing just didn't work out because summer came real fast when we started this there you go and then summer got summer (laughs) summer went by so fast that i didn't even realize that i kind of forgot that we weren't recording like it felt like just the other day we recorded an episode and then it'd be like three weeks. Yeah. Is it just me or is 2021 been the fastest year ever? Yeah. It'd be an, it'll be October in two days. No, it's, it's crazy fast. I don't, I mean, they say when you get older, time flies, 
and I've started to notice that a little bit, but 2021 for me, like 2022, not 2020, 2020 was like this, 2020 was like so slow, right? But 2021 was, it's just like pedal to the metal, pedal to the metal. So many ways. You know, October means it's time to start this uh, planning to factor now. So, All right. That's exciting stuff. Well, Jacob, uh, you want to do it again next week? Yes, sir. All right. Thank you for listening to the Youth Pastors Are Pastors 2 podcast. Find us, rate us, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. If you want to see our ugly faces, look for us on YouTube. While you're at it, give us a like on Facebook. See you next week.